Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, most of us in this neighborhood have noticed a bit of bite in the early morning air recently, and at least a few non-green leaves high up in some of the maples. Sure signs that summer is beginning to bow out and autumn is beginning to slide in. Those whose lives are entwined with education are back in the rhythm that school days bring now that Labor Day is past. We hope that everyone has had at least a little opportunity to splash in the water in a lake or the ocean, or smash a baseball or tennis ball, or dash along the streets or on the rail trail or through some wooded domain. While we've hopefully been enjoying warmer rhythms of summer, the tech world has continued to be quite busy on many fronts. So today, let's look at a new development that may have slipped by our attention as we enjoyed vacation land in whatever way we were able to do so. One of the marks of summer here in Maine and across the country is, of course, county and state fairs. Along with corn dogs and plurids and giant pumpkins and zucchinis, many fairs feature art contests in which local artists submit their work in hopes of earning a blue ribbon to put on the walls of their studios or shops. Out in Colorado, a fellow named Jason Allen submitted an entry in the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts Competition. Like many other such competitions, this one has a variety of categories, such as watercolors or oils or photography, or in a tip of the hat to our contemporary world, a digital arts, digitally manipulated photography category. Mr. Allen entered in that category and entitled his entry Théâtre d'Abra Spatial, very high culture. Mr. Allen won first prize in his category as judged by a panel of other artists. Well, sort of. It turned out that he had actually submitted an entry that was totally created by an artificial intelligence program called Midjourney, rather than by Mr. Allen himself. This, not surprisingly, raised a few eyebrows and lots of questions. We can talk about those specific questions some other time, but the point here is that artificial intelligence, or AI, has gotten to a point at which it can pass off as a creator of art in the eyes of human judges at a state fair. Judges who, apparently, did not know that the art piece was created by a machine, not a human. While there are all sorts of questions about fairness in this story, there's a bigger one that's playing out in courts in this country and around the world. If a piece of work, be it a work of art, or code for a computer program, or plans for a new house, or a new piece of orchestral music, that is created totally by an artificial intelligence machine, who owns the copyright on that work? Can a machine own a copyright? Does the owner of the machine own the copyright? Or maybe the company that created the program that created the work? What do you think? At the moment, the U.S. Copyright Office thinks that copyright in this country can only be held by a human being. But that opinion is destined for, we suspect, more than one trip through our court systems. Leaving aside the legal questions for now, let's consider the situation in which a visual object can fool human observers. We've spoken before on the Electronic Cottage about so-called deep fakes, which can make a person appear to say 
or do things that the person never said or did. That may be a great tool for bringing back Gene Kelly to sing 21st Century in the Rain songs on a movie screen, but it's not so great for making a politician say something that he or she never said. Watch our digital lips. We will see this happen before very long, if we haven't already. Recently, we've seen several politicians claim, without convincing proof so far, that something that sounds like their voices and looks like them visually was a fake, and they never said whatever they appeared to say that proved embarrassing. Sooner or later, though, real fakes will appear, and it will be very difficult to prove that the fakes are actually fakes. That sentiment is reflected in the headline in a recent story in Ars Technica. Quote, with stable diffusion, you may never believe what you see online again, end quote. And from that article, quote, AI image generation is here in a big way. A newly released open source image synthesis model called Stable Diffusion allows anyone with a PC and a decent GPU to conjure up almost any visual reality they can imagine. It can imitate virtually any visual style and if you feed it a descriptive phrase, the results appear on your screen like magic." End quote. Did you notice that last sentence? If you feed it a descriptive phrase, the results appear on your screen like magic? That's right. A human doesn't have to paint a stroke or draw a line. Some words will do to provide an image on a screen. An image that's often fine as it is or one that can be the basis for further manipulation. Currently, there are several programs that can do this kind of image production for us. Stable Diffusion is the newest one to come on the scene. DAL-E is another. And of course, there's the program that Mr. Allen used to win his first prize in the fine art contest, Midjourney. There are all sorts of requirements for how powerful a computer needs to be to run the programs and whether they're free to use or require a fee. In each case, there are good examples of what the programs can do on their websites. And on some, you can even experiment a bit for free in a small way. We'll include links so you can take a look for yourself on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archive at www weru.org. The big takeaway here is that we're entering a time when it will become more and more difficult to know whether what we're seeing ever really existed in the physical world. In the realm of art and creativity, these programs may prove to bring creative tools to all of us, whether we can draw a straight line or not. And that may be a wonderful new dimension for human creativity. It will also create great challenges for truth in all sorts of dimensions, and we'll do our best to keep an eye on what we see online and whether we can trust what we see, however those images were created, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>